Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. The ladies of Liberty are both here as well. Sky is with us. Stressing, I am sure. Good morning, Sky. Good morning. Uh, no, just uh, FaceTime failed, apparently. Yeah, well, it's it failed because I was on a phone call, and uh-huh. it's just now, okay. just now cranking up. So uh, I will... I will be attempting to call you, and then it will fail after that. Count on it. Because it fails every day. Ladies, how are y'all? Not failing. You're not failing. You actually beat me into the office I today. did. Mm-hmm. I it did. was kind of shocking. And I she did was a little, celebratory. Yeah, I did a little pointing dance, and I almost got jig. run over by the truck, <laughs> who did not stop for me. But it was exciting. No. And then but it wasn't this- a real worker. It was a... It was a suit wearing, it was a white collar worker. He was ready to go rack up that lawyer time. <laughs> but I walk in and ask. Charging about a six minute Looks intervals. like she's been here for hours. She's oh, just she's, like she's calmly here. strolling. With a tacky looking hat. Why, why are you wearing the, the, the Steelers hat? They're, Have they're we not? not in the, they're not in the playoffs. I no, know. I know it's your heritage it. and all that kind of stuff, but it's still. It's raining outside today. Oh. And my hair was, can anybody help me make my computer screen not go dark please can you fix the settings for me like i can i'm really irritated why but are you my surprised? computer chris <laughs> i can is going dark chris, and i and need you got it the to little sit. plastic cover but chris shaver is why we love the steelers it's raining outside mm-hmm. it matched my outfit scott mm-hmm. are you camera ready with your hat yeah, I am now. Okay. I don't gotcha. I wouldn't ever say I was camera ready. I would just say that my hair is covered and that is sufficient for the day. <laughs> it um, is rainy. It's rainy and I'm pretty mad about something and we'll save it for later, but I'm there's something I'm mad about. Uh oh. Did it I us? do it? No. <laughs> We're both like, like uh, no, is it us? It, it, is it, ha- me? it has to be later. Like it has to be after we've had our little catch up time. Later in the show. But I need to I do need to tell y'all a couple of fun things. And I need to get your opinion on it. Because okay. my sister in law Well, it's my pink book, Allison. Yeah, I know, but it's it's more than Scott. Isn't she cute? Mm. Okay, so my sister in law is basically a genius. Erin okay. Molina. She's a genius. Okay. Basically. They're in Montgomery. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. And she called yesterday with some really good ideas. Okay. Number one, she was listening to us talk about some senators or Congress people who mm-hmm. choose not to appear on our program. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And her suggestion was that we needed to have day 91 of <laughs> being ignored or so-and-so choosing <laughs> like not to count, come on the program. Yeah. Kind of like the day 105 of the hostages being held okay. in Gaza, which is awful. Okay. Okay. But we should do that. She wanted us to do that, perhaps, for people who choose not to come on our show. And so okay. we just put it out there that it's day whatever. Okay. That we can we've restart ex- and have an right? official invite and be day number one. Yes. And, and just, no, no, no. I'll just on. go back to my text. I can tell yeah. you. So Allison's going to do okay. it while we're, because she's smart, and she's going to do it while we're talking and figure out how many days it's been since they've chosen. Mm-hmm. I'm being generous here, not okay. to come on the program. We right. can name it what we want, but right. I thought Erin Molina mm-hmm. needs to have credit for that. That's genius. Okay. Okay. Is that not like what? <laughs> I just can't imagine any congressman, senator being scared of us. Like that's what it feels like. I'm like we are the least. I mean, we're pretty goofy and fun. But and scary's we, not on the 
No, not on the no. list, really. Like, no. and if you're scared of us, that's a problem. I mean, <laughs> mob wife is in for the spring, apparently, clothing-wise. And so we can, like, do the mob what wife is thing. Mob wife? Yeah, it's gone from athleisure to mob wife. Oh. The look for the spring, oh. which I'm down. Mob like, are the wife? velour suits coming back? I Kinda hope like so. But, I mean, hair. if you need us to go mob wife on you, we will. But that's just not who we are. We are people who expect the truth. And if that's scary, then that's scary. But we're fun. Like we eat nuts in the break and we discuss <laughs> what we're doing later in the evening and figure out should we go to the patisserie today or not. I mean, I mean, it's not booger once a show. Like how threatening gumball. is that? We say gumballs on the show. Okay. They're afraid y'all are going to say, you got to get some gumballs. No. Yeah. Well, we are, and that's why they won't come on. So Aaron Molina gets idea number one. Okay. I say it's genius. Uh, okay. okay. Number two. She was talking about how expensive life was, and one of the things she does with her kids is to show them how much, for example, the paycheck says in December, for example, and then showing them, oh, look, look at what I made, and then showing them actually how much the government takes out. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that would be a handy-dandy tool for listeners to remember that when they're getting their paychecks every week, every two weeks, every month, whatever, mm-hmm. just show your kids. Begin to show them how much life really costs. And I'm like, that's actually mm-hmm. genius because there's a story in the news about young adults staying at home longer and longer and longer. They're not getting out of the nest. Right. And so she was like, I would like to prepare people for what mm-hmm. it's really going to cost. I'm like, Aaron, also genius. And then the last one was the first time caller Friday, perhaps, for people who have never called. Oh, that's a good who idea. Who feel a little scared mm-hmm. or like, or they really want to call. They don't have time, but Friday they have time. They cannot. That's, that's one of the things I want our listeners to understand, that you would have to work, they would have to work very, very hard to say something on air dumber than something we have said. It's true. I think it might be impossible. <laughs> so they really don't have to We'd worry set about the table. how they sound. Some days. Sound. And the other thing is, people really aren't going to recognize your voice that quickly. I mean, your wife may, yeah. your friends may, but they already know you. And they already know your opinion. They're not going to be shocked by what you say. And just use a, co- a fake or, name. Uh, yes, Trixie. just be just Trixie, be Trixie from Tallahassee. Yeah, and you can borrow our names. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can be... Dixie from Delonica. Yes. <laughs> you can be Darla from... Detroit. <laughs> you have to... It has to be the same letter twice. If yeah. you're going to make up the name, though. Holly from Hershey. I yes. Mean, I, I'm on fire right now. I didn't right know now. we were in all these states. We're Will, going to be. Willie from Wetumpka. Uh, oh. See? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Uh, Eddie from Etowah. No, that's good. Good. It's, come on, it's Allison. Really you haven't had you, you haven't done Let's one go. yet. Come on, engineer. Sky, come um, on. She's going to say, Jane from Sally? Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Sally from Sullivan. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Let me think. Sherry from. You went with Sherry. Sherry really? from. Cheyenne. No. Hold on. What starts with S in Alabama? Sullivan. I just gave you a phrase. S H and then go with S. You can go. You said it has to be. It's it's the same sound. Winona from Warrior. Yes, oh, she wants to go. Uh, I knew she would blow it. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Sherry, like, Sherry uh, from Centerpoint. Sherry's berries. <laughs> from um, 
Tuscaloosa. You're an industrial engineer. Terry from Tuscaloosa. There that was you good. go. We've just given you all the information you need to call on First Time Caller Friday. <laughs> so you're welcome for the names. You can even do a voice like Judy from Jersey. Thank you. And call yeah. and talk to us Gosh, because that we would want be to hear from you. So I just wanted to give glory and honor where it is due. My sister-in-law was basically, she's on fire every day, but she was basically on fire she's yesterday. On fire. So I had to get my little tiny pink notebook and take notes with my pink pen. So to be a mob wife. Yeah, I'm all in. You basically need fur. I wondered if it was mm -hmm. like boots with the fur or like a jacket with fur. It yeah. looks look, like, at, look at my... I, it's jacket with fur. I have fur. my vintage have leather fur, jacket. You have to have fur coats. You gotta be furry. Fur coats, big, big sunglasses. Do you see that Scott is all for this because he looked it up? Yeah, I mean, there's some. I mean, there's a good look. It, is the hair feathered? No, it's basically basically just giant fur coats. Oh, she looks like a vampire. Yeah, what's well, got that kind of look? That's what Ew. the mob wife's supposed to look she like. She looks it's, like a bat. It's like just if I don't kill you, my husband and the cartel will. Is uh, kind of how it looks. Well, I'm. You know what? I'm here for that fit. Yeah. That looks heavy. Like, how could you walk? That's a big jacket. Carefully. I don't know what the animal rights activists are going to. Hold on, I gotta get my to Insta say about my this. Insta mom who said the mob wife was way cuter in her outfit. So I just mm -hmm. wanted you to know that was not Vogue outfit. Oh, okay. So it was much. I need real life like black mob. heels, a pretty coat, and like all done up. You know, all glossy. It feels very early 2000-ish. Well, there's it does. problems. I yeah, mean, it does. The fur coat is a problem, according to Vogue Business. The fur coat is arguably the mob wife aesthetic's most sought-after item. But mm -hmm. the increasing demand poses important ethical and sustainable concerns. Why can't you just do a fake one? Well, you know, it's... You can, but it's it's a challenge. Real fur has, for many, gone out of fashion. <laughs> Luxury brands, including Gucci, I don't know these people. Gucci, Michael Kors, Jimmy Choo. Is Jimmy Choo? Mm -hmm. Jimmy oh, Choo, swanky? Yes. yes. So somebody sat in a room and said, we're going to have really expensive stuff. I think and we're that's his name. His name Jimmy, is Jimmy Choo. Jimmy Choo. Yeah. He can't, he didn't he could choose use his a, name. He could use a stage name. I, Terry from Tuscaloosa yes. makes great fair, furs. Jimmy Choo and Jean-Paul Gaultier have phased out real fur of their collections. Oh, but they special. will start it back if it makes them a lot of money. As money. soon as Oh, they didn't say that. I might have added that. But retailers like Yooks, Net Porter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a real thing? Net like, Porter. Mm -hmm. It's an online. But the first word's Yooks? I don't know Yooks. Yeah, it's a great online Y-O-O-X? Yooks. Yeah, I've ordered stuff from there. Ukes. They've got great I stuff. Ukes, Netta Porter, and Self Fridges. Self, self Fridges. fridges. Mm -hmm. It looks like either Self Fridges or Self Ridges. Scott, we're going to call it. I'm I sorry. Now. If you're going to charge people a gajillion dollars for your stuff, don't be a homemade refrigerator company <laughs> or somebody who brings you things to catch fish. They're from. They're from. It's a European. That's what a Netta Porter would be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love the man explanation. <laughs> yes, for this is how I will remember these companies. Fantastic. 
If you said Selfridges from London, hello. Yes, so nice to uh, have you in To today. make your own refrigerators. I'd like to sell you an <laughs> eyeliner that costs $500. If Walmart doesn't sell it, I don't know You'll what it know is. It. Yeah. Well, the Fur Free Alliance has found that between 2020 and 2023, mink fur production was down from 18 million pelts to seven and a half. What? 18 yes. million? Mm-hmm. While fox fur was down from 1.2 million to 700,000 pelts. Yeah, I'm for that. Like, let's just go fake. And then it, you, it saves you so much money, too. If we can all decide that fake is way better because we save the animals and money, then fake nobody is will fantastic. be nobody will be judged. It worked for... <laughs> in a full-on fur coat going into Publix last week during the blizzard of 2024. Just go, go to Just Charles Wallace. Fake, <laughs> fake is fashionable and fake has worked. Fake is going out of fashion. It is not. It is. Charles Hollis, welcome to the program. <sighs> He's playing a synthesizer. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Charles. How's, how's everybody doing? Happy Wednesday. We're doing great. Best great. best day of my life. I'm still getting that feedback. I guess because I'm on the landline. I, but I just let... That was a good snide remark. I'm with you on that. Okay. First of all, let me say um, to the deuce in the quarter, you're looking good, my friend. Looking good. Who's now, that? Just let, that? That's somebody who's running for office. Oh, oh I thought it was gotcha. me. Dang it. Quarter, she's so used to people saying she's looking good that she thought it was her, Charles Thomas. But, but she, she does. She does. She does. Okay, to the deuce in the corner. Quarter. No, deuce quarter. In a quarter. Deuce in a quarter. So two yeah. and a quarter. Never mind. Don't worry about it, darling. You'll be all right. Guys, you're all. I just can't keep up, Charles Hollis. I understand. Understand. I just left uh, New Hampshire about eight fifteen this morning. Uh, and you did. Yeah. You vote twice, three times? Seven. Seven? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Hey, we got 10 seconds, Charles Hollis. Let's carry you Welcome back into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Charles Hollis is still with us. He just got back in from New Hampshire, where he voted early and often. Charles, we appreciate you sticking with us. Yes, sir. Now, when you um, go to feedback. Yep, I'm not doing that. Okay. They don't give me any buttons to mash to do any of that stuff. Yeah. But when you, uh... I, oh, boy, it's awful. When a call a call, and you only give them 30 seconds to speak, Yes. That's disrespectful. Yes, I do it on stuff. purpose. Yeah, I, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want me to hold you over, though? I, I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this. I'm not a professional. Uh, that has been... Show time and time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but make a good point, breath- Charles. They were eating breakfast when I left. By yes, 15 this morning. And uh, Hogs and I made it back safely. And he told me to tell y'all hello. Good deal. Hey, well, did, when you were talking to Donald, did um, he still feeling good? I mean. Oh, he's right. Okay. It's great. It's great. Did he did he have any fruit for breakfast, or did y'all just stick with the pancakes and bacon? Well, as, as Amy Beth said, the hoe cakes. Well, now, the, uh, 
DeSantis was eating a grapefruit. What was was Ramaswamy eating for breakfast, Charles? Some flatbread and dates. (laughs) 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 Okay, that's funny. Mm. I love it, Charles. I told. (laughs) (laughs) You did. I will say, Charles Hollis, I really enjoyed Trump's speech last night. Me too. It was like old school Trump where he was like really calm and casual. He was funny. He was brutally honest. He was interacting with the crowd. I don't know. What did you think about his speech? Well, he wants me to be VP again. Did did you say yes? Did you tell him you were busy or what? Uh, I didn't say anything. He wants to know why I never give him an answer. Once again, I didn't say anything. But he cuts you off. He gives you like thirty seconds to speak and then cuts you off. (laughs) No, no, no. Charles Hollis is a man of mystery. That's just you, Scott. Yes. But I remember once upon a time I turned this uh, radio station one morning. There were two hens and a hawk on there. They were talking about the Santas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the hens was saying they was in this room with 700 people. Da-da-da was there, da-da-da-da-da there. And I think I called in. But it was Victory 88 when I was up in the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center for uh, Bush, for the Bush Victory 88, whatever it was. Uh-huh. Y'all weren't even born back then, were you? <laughs> oh, yeah, we were. Were you, at the, were you at the Bush rally that was at the Galleria Mall and... Um Air Force One or two, whichever one it was, flew over, and then they, then Bush came out and they they spoke in the parking lot. Were you at that rally, Charles Hollis? I, I wasn't at that one. No, I wasn't at that. Okay. One. That happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You I like parachute out of Air Force One. And I, it was when Bush was running against Clinton, and um, I was there, and they had a a giant crane that had this huge, probably twenty by twenty. Tarpaulin that they had put the letters on, and it said uh, "Peace through strength." Bush Quail ninety two, and um, I got that. What, what happened to Dan Quail? Uh, he was abducted by aliens after he tried to smell potato. <laughs> but you spelled it right. You can spell it both he ways. He did. <sighs> anyway, it's always people. E I. Thank you, Charles Hollis. Thank you, buddy. That's a good report from New people? Hampshire. What is people. People. Oh. All right, people. Oh. E-I-B. He, like, speaks some language I just don't understand. Of course, a lot of people do. You gotta be... Never mind. Scott. Stop, Scott. You need to go home today. I've or just all kinds go, of things are just bumping around in my head. Go ahead and Some and of them eat. start coming out of my mouth. No, you've got to get that racist peanut butter cup. Just eat it. No, I'm, I'm feeling good. So I have a story from yesterday. I didn't write it down in my pink notebook, but I did want to tell you all this because, and this Where is... Where is your list? Well, here we it have is. Allison, you. I want that sh- notebook. She used to... Where did you get it? I don't know. Oh, don't it showed up at my good. desk. Oh, that was a gift. Somebody brought it to you. Oh, yeah. that's right. Ashley gave it to you. Okay, carry on. She knew I'm you sorry. were listy. Yeah, and you started out all listy. Y'all just and, ignore me. And now she, Amy Beth, has a list with her little pink notebook. I yeah. have a list on your old trashy notebook, and you have nothing. Because after so long being rejected, you just give You're up. Just beat down. Yeah, I feel so sorry Aww. for you, Allison. Aww. So now I got a blank page. Aw, it's nothing. 
Well, that gives you an That's opportunity for a new start. What, so you can ignore me again? <laughs> roll your eyes and call me aggressively helpful? <laughs> Jeez. Okay, Come here's, on, people. I got one list. Okay, this what is it? This is a it? story I needed to tell y'all. Okay. Writing it down. Tell us. So, a business in Opelika, a business owner was telling me yesterday that a man came in, 20-something-year-old man, okay. Hispanic, okay. came in to interview... Just showed up, walked to the How door. How do you know he was Hispanic? Well. Was he short? He didn't speak English, and he said he was from El Salvador. Mm. That'll do. So Hola. Anyway, he Yo shows up. He just El walks Salvador. up. He okay. just walks up. Okay. okay, so like it wasn't a scheduled interview. He just walks up. Okay. And he says he needs a job. Okay. And they're like, okay. Well, he doesn't speak English. He only speaks Spanish. So he said, necesito un trabajo. Hado? Har. Hado? Har. Trabajado. I don't know. My kids speak Spanish. Anyway, they went and got another worker that works there that speaks Spanish okay. to interpret for him. And this was in Opelika? Opelika. Mm-hmm. There's a man. Really close to Auburn University. Okay. 20-year-old man. Okay. Through interpretation, mm-hmm. oh dear. the 20-year-old man that doesn't speak English just crossed the border Oh dear. two weeks ago. Oh, well, it takes about two weeks to walk from Made the it to Opelika. To Opelika. So he kind of goes through this interview, but of course you can't hire him because he's totally illegal. Right, so they send him away. So they and he send went him to away. Somebody who could give him a fake social security number and he came back. Well, he went and stood by the flagpole and just looked around and then just started walking down the street. Mm-hmm. That seems reasonable. Where did he, where did he go? <laughs> I don't know. But we that's gotta, the problem. We gotta take a break. We'll be back. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. This is Scott Beeson. The ladies of Liberty are with us. Are you uh um, are you okay? It just it would just it was different. Are you still trying it's to figure good. out the I meaning was, of my story? Well, it was very, very good. You know, I was thinking it was like, once upon a time, in a land far, far away, <laughs> a man walked up, and then he stood by a pole. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I was just waiting for the punchline, the story, the... Well, where's the crux Ed, of the story? You got it. You got what I, you yes. you were picking up. What I just like, put down that just is happening in walked Auburn. Walked in because there's other issues that have been going on there. Which after this week, when I finish this story, I really would love to. She's trying to hold it together. She's trying like to agree with Jennings' story. She understood completely. Look, excuse she got me. it. So he just walked oh. away. My question is, did he have any identifying markers on him, like from? Gang stuff. There are photos of him. Um, He he's on camera from that business. That's good. But but my point, Scott. Concerning. We have these beautiful children there. My niece, your daughter, hundreds of like, and they just walked. Like, where did he go? He had nowhere. That was the thing. He had nowhere. And so through the translator, I would have followed they him. were asking, they said, you know, can, can, do you have a phone number? We can follow up. And he said, I don't have a phone. He's he, no prob- way. he is probably the young man 
that we we need to try to find and hire because if he has nowhere to go, he's not nefarious. He's not tied in with um, you know a gang. Okay. He's not um, he's not a slave to one of the coyotes or whatever in the network where they know where they're taking you and you're going to get this job and you're going to give us a certain percentage of your your money and all that kind of stuff. He is he is outside that underground web network that is that is moving all these illegal aliens in and around the country after the government gets through paying for their transportation. Mm. But so, I mean, he, he might actually be the person we need to try to find. But could he also be the one they sent out as a trial balloon? Uh, he could be a serial killer. I mean, the point, what I took away from that just enamoring story. Mm-hmm. It was so deep. Is how... You cross illegally. Within two weeks, you're in Auburn. You're mm-hmm. at Auburn University, basically. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. business is right there in Opelika. Uh, you have no phone, no way of communicating. You have no home. Right. You have nothing. So what happens when you get to a point of desperation, either for food, for money, for shelter, for transportation, mm-hmm. for companionship? Um, you know, he looked like, because there are photos, like I said, there he looked like he was probably... 1920. Mm-hmm. And I guess just on the heels of the story, you know, yesterday of getting out of prison and and all these the the scary guy that just crossed the border that said you'll know who I am yes. in a few weeks and turns out he was on the terrorist watch list and was arrested 12 years ago for terrorism and now he's in the US. You know, it's just my point is it's come home. Mm-hmm. Wake up people. Mm-hmm. I, where did that man go? Right. He's somewhere probably walking down a street that you're driving down, maybe in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying to me. It is. But they've been doing that for years and years and years. Thousands. Well, now we're at the millions. It's no longer thousands. Millions and millions of people just popping up in the country. And um, I, I guess we hope their work, you know, that they're somewhat good residents but we don't know mm-hmm. we don't know what diseases they have I'm, i may be more concerned yeah. about the he could that that young man could have tuberculosis mm-hmm. for all we know or leprosy and that coming back over mm-hmm. oh yeah Every, everything, everything you can imagine is is streaming into the country the now. measles story in dc apparently that's was from an immigrant mm-hmm. so or jumping off of that story considering new hampshire and nikki haley's fake I lost, but I really won. Do you think that the immigration issue is going to be the issue that drives people in droves to vote for Trump ultimately? Well, the, all the polling says that immigration is the number one issue in the economy. But these dummies, I'm still stuck on dumb, these stupid mm-hmm. people are still going to vote for Biden. Well, you got to remember, what was it, in the state of Alabama, what was the percentage of people who could be working or should be working? Oh, it was a huge percent. Who don't work? 40%? It's one of the things that uh, Senator Mom said something about. Yeah, Wasn't it like 40%? Yeah, it's like 40, 45% of people who could be working, should be working, just aren't working. Right. And... How is that even possible in this economy? Now, and I hope a big percentage of them are like stay-at-home moms, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't, I don't get the feeling that is the case. We just still have a lot of people who things are good enough for them not to work. And I don't know if I ever told y'all. I listened to a 
a talk radio show. It was a national show years ago, and they were talking about um, jobs and et cetera. And this this young lady calls into the host and says, "Hey, you don't understand. I don't want a job. I have everything I need. I have a place to live that's given to me by the government. Maybe, maybe it's a project. Maybe it's not. I don't know. And I have food to eat. I have a phone." So every day while y'all work, I wake up late, I go hang out with my friends, we play games on the phones, we talk, we shoot the breeze. I don't, I don't want a job. Mm. I have what I want. And I was like, man, we've got to understand that there are people like that. And then we used to do polling when we were in the legislature. We would poll about who would be better for job creation and we're going to you know, help people get jobs. And it finally occurred to me one day and I was talking in the caucus meeting. I said, look, we have to understand that when we go out and say, or we run commercials that say, we're going to help you get a job, some people hear that as, we're going to make you work. And they don't want us to make them work. Mm. They're, not, they're not happy that we're creating an opportunity for them to work. They don't want to work. So a lot of those people are going to vote for Joe Biden and the big government and, and Democrats and I don't know what we can promise them to get them off that off their backsides. What, what do you say to them? Well, I don't know because this business owner I asked, I'm like, well, you can't hire him because mm-hmm. he's illegal and you can't reward mm-hmm. bad behavior, basically. And he was like, yeah, but we have, I mean, they're not, but right. we have... No one else mm-hmm. that wants to fill those jobs. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, and, I, th- and that's the same argument's been going on since we had the illegal immigration stuff in the state of Alabama. They would say, "Well, well, we can't find anyone to work." Mm-hmm. And government benefits have gotten so good that there are a lot of people who don't want to work. And at the same time, what some of the big corporations have been able to do is suppress their wages by using more illegals coming in that no one will do their job for what they're willing to pay. Now, I don't think that's probably the case on a small business, but what was it? Uh, Chicken processing. Mm -hmm. Chicken processing, like in the 80s, so this is 10 years ago, so back in the 80s would have been the modern equivalent 10 years ago to like $18 an hour, Mm -hmm. but they were still paying like eight. Mm. Well, you couldn't make it. So that, that's probably 2022 an hour now. Right. Yeah. But they're probably still paying 8, 9, 10. So Americans aren't doing that job for that little. But they just messed up the whole market with all the illegal workers and everything. Yep. So we got a lot of things to fix. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program. Whew. Man, Sky was dying over here. <laughs> What, what music what? was just playing and playing, and I was waving and waving, and I didn't know, I didn't know when we we're going to start. And now you know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> no, my apologies. Touché. My apologies. No, it's I, good. It's good. I, hey, look, it's good. I like. I, well. Thank you for letting me uh, hear one of my favorite songs. That song was very Sometimes soothing. Things work out. Oh, I had a very somebody in the studio. Here. No, you're good. It's all good. Oh, we're just giving you a hard time. Okay. You deserve it. I know. Let's it. go to uh, Eric the dog. Eric, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Uh, hold on, you caught me. How's that? Hola. Hola. Como you esta? Me I was working. Oh. That's a, well, somebody Ew. needs to work. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. 
How else are millions of people going to sit at home and not do diddly? <laughs> Good question. Well, let me see here. I apologize. We'll take your time. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Uh, it's just we're not live. It's would, okay. Wouldn't want to. I would never cut anybody really? off in thirty seconds. Yeah. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to uh, you know. jump on Beeson's case today? Because that seems to be the topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the topic I, I of the think, week. I think yeah. got it pretty good. What we have to consider is Mr. Beeson used to be a state senator, and he's used to having to talk over to people. And uh, so, I mean, I just account that as a politician. You know. Hey, look, here's the good thing. At least now I listen to people. Oh. (laughs) Not Allison. That's a novel concept. Most people. You listen and then you judge. You're like, that's your story. (laughs) He's so judgy. (laughs) Well, of course that's what you do. You know when somebody's feeding you a line? Hey, I know where that dude went that uh, y'all were worried about in uh, Opelika. Where? He went went to the taco spot to get a burrito and a rum and coke. (laughs) Works for Eric and them now. Oh, that sounds delicious. Mm, Is that where they delicious. go? Hungry. Yeah. Right. Bueno. You know, rum and coke or Roman coke? Was it a rum and coke or a Roman coke? <laughs> or a Mexican coke, which is delicious. Good so Lord much have better. mercy. <laughs> too much time up north. Or in Tennessee. No. One or the other. Same yeah. difference. Same difference, Yankee. Oh, I don't. I really <laughs> don't know what you said. He's making fun Rum. of me. Rum. Rum. They drink on the job. Bacardi, you know. Who? The people that go to the taco it, stand. Of course. <laughs> if you you're not you are seriously naive if you think that some construction workers and those people that work out in the fields all day ain't getting drunk. <laughs> And I thought changing jobs for me had a, like a very specific cologne, and my husband was like, "Honey, <laughs> that cologne is called alcohol." <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> a little splash of you until dinner time. Ah. It was you de Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> it's fire water. <laughs> I resemble that statement. I have a son from that you de Guatemala. Guatemalans are beautiful. But one thing to keep in mind, this has been going on for years and years and years. I remember when I still lived in Georgia, I had wandered over to Gwinnett County for something and went into a Publix, and this is mid-90s probably. Yeah. And uh, I walked into a Publix, and the signs were in Spanish, and that was weird to me then. I was like, oh, wow. So making it to Opelika is not that big. I mean... We're just on the way right. where they're going. That's yeah. right. Well, we had the story last week of um, uh, folks deboarding the plane. Is that what you do? Deboard? Get off? Oh, we didn't oh, talk yes. about that yeah. in yeah. Birmingham yes. Airport. We talked about it on the, the show, other show I was on. Mm. Uh, yeah, you know. Well. Don't give too much credence. A lot of those people are just looking. And I mean, I'm not trying to condone it or anything. But those guys are looking for work and they're doing what they know to do. No, and, I agree. Mm. That's a good thing. You're right. I agree. Yep. You're right. And we'll so, need to send them home judges. soon. Thanks, well, Eric. They need to take their stuff home. All right, y'all. And fix their own countries. Jesus. Randall, Professor Byron P. Democritus will be up after this.